I can't. Okay, so um, so we're now going to combine it. We're now going to do a new segment. Yeah, that was the savory. You just, that was you the just savory, the snack, savory report. snack patrol. The, the snack patrol episode might stand on its own. So now we're going to move to the sweets. Yes. But we're going to combine two segments. Um, the snack patrol, a.k.a. this FKA, the snack report, and... Gabriel, what's the name of this new segment? This new segment is called Gimme Gimme the the D D with with D. D. (laughs) Um, Because the Disney report, there's a snack report, there's a this report. Yes. No, the Disney report is now called Gimme the D. You gotta say say D. We have a very organic process here, and uh, that process sometimes includes the need to retitle things. Yes. uh, Such as the snack patrol. So Gimme the D with D. D. You're going to talk to Diana about what's going on in the latest Disney news. Right. And so to initiate us into this, we have an actual Disney uh, segue here with the snacks, which is Oreo's latest offering. This is their uh, 90th 90th birthday celebration. Yes. Yeah, so Mickey Mouse is turning 90 years old on November 18th. Congratulations. And Mickey. you might have noticed that, um, I don't know, it's, it, it, I'm not, maybe only because I notice it, but I've noticed there's a lot of, Mickey crossovers. There's a new line of Mickey Vans for his 90th it's birthday. Literally, only fucking you that notices. There, there, this. There's this new line of Mickey cookies. I can assure you, nobody else is noticing. Uh, I saw Mickey 90th birthday Foxy lettuce. Un- unless why? Unless Mickey was on with Stephen Colbert the other night, nobody knows it's Mickey's 90th so birthday. So these these Oreo cookies are <laughs> birthday cake flavored. They are, and, and they also have Mickey side- printed. Ha, uh, yes, they have. Well, this one has little hidden Mickey's, but also like one of those birthday horns. Let's see if there's other designs. I'm not sure. I'm not sure how creative they got with these. These aren't like Steve. Oh, this Janikowski one says designs. 90 on it. Oh, okay. So there's there are different, different designs oh, okay. on the cookies. Hot damn. This one actually has Mickey's face wearing a birthday hat. And um, these these were, of course, you 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 and the audience and, must know. And and the birthday. So there's three different designs on three different Oreos. That's some engineering. That is huge. Some someone they paid they, they, money for these Oreos. To they make put these a lot Oreos. of effort into it. And and you should of course know these were only bought with you in mind, Diana, for our our so, snack report and and give me the D. So the birthday cake. Because otherwise, I would never buy a birthday cake flavored fucking cock ring i, I mean there's nothing birthday cake like flavored birthday that cake i would flavored. buy i don't like i don't like birthday cake Me gelato either. i don't like birthday cake but however with, <laughs> but it's it's basically the oreo cream yes with a little bit of that birthday cake with flavor, a little bit with the sandwich cookie i actually, so actually like it it kind of works you know what i know i wanted to hate it the cynic in me was like yeah fuck maybe- birthday cake i'm not even gonna buy this for diana fuck this shit and when I ate it, I was like, damn, I kind of like it. I don't want to like it. You know I want to hate it, but I Buon like compleano, it. Mickey, because this, you got a damn good cookie in your name. It says 90 on it. Yeah. So anyway, I am going to be celebrating Mickey's 90th birthday this year. Uh, congratulations to you then as well. So I was, ha- okay, I was having a conversation with a friend about Instagram museums. I don't know what that is. You totally do. Like, 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 um... Remember when the Museum of Ice Cream came out? Yes. 
Okay, so I went there. Oh, with, okay. Now I know. I went there with Amanda, thinking it was going to be an actual museum of ice cream, and realized I walked into a giant Instagram background. Oh, I have tickets to the pizza museum, and that just explains so much to me. The pizza museum is an Instagram museum. <laughs> now I hate it, the and I don't want to go. Candytopia is an Instagram museum. Yes, they're called pop-up experiences. The Rose Mansion. I don't know how I got sold on this. I'm so embarrassed. There was a whole... Okay, you got to look it up. It's a New York <laughs> Times article. I think the title was, I spent like a weekend in Instagram museums and like my soul died or something. It's... it's. So this woman basically goes for like, like 96 hours through like every Instagram museum possible. Fabulous. And gain nothing from this experience of other than not. like a lot of likes. Um... But this this phenomenon, and these things are like forty dollars. Yeah. To go for like an hour. Right. And and now there's a there's one called um. I think it's dog's best friend or man's best friend. It's a dog Instagram museum. I saw this. It's, I saw this already. I saw like, somebody. It's like, it's like on Seventh Avenue. Yeah, I saw. No, I I I follow. I'm so embarrassed about all of this. I follow a friend's dog. Like corgis? On, cor- yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, a, a former co-worker, not even a friend. I follow a former co-worker's dog not because fo- they made me. Yeah, me and, too. Everyone and, has this friend. And she took the dog to the museum, and I've seen pictures of this dog in the museum, and I'm like, oh, I don't I don't care. I refuse to like, first, first of all, I'm not, I'm not a generous liker. I don't like your shit just because you put it on there. You actually probably can look back, Diana, at your own pictures and say, oh, yeah, Gabe didn't like that. He doesn't just like it. He liked this one, but he didn't like this one because I do not give it away for free. There are some people who who do not like that theory of Instagram and want, you know, egalitarian. Oh, you just give likes to everybody. No, I don't do that. that. Fuck that. I don't like what I like. If you, first of all, if I don't like it, it's not getting a like. If you posted 17 times separately in one day and you're just spamming my feed, I'm not liking any of them. Yo, I'm a, taking five likes away dude, from you from previous car- posts. Make a carousel the day, man. Exactly. If not, you, you can do up to nine photos. Yo, we have to have some fucking Insta etiquette. Otherwise, shit is That's not popping. Right. All right, so back to your thing. So I was ex- so I walked past the Instagram dog museum last night. It was closed. <laughs> But I took a picture of the Instagram, like from the outside. Just of the museum, right. right. Of the whole museum. Of the right. Instagram pop-up experience. <laughs> it's an Instagram museum. Come on. It's not a museum. Right. So you're not learning anything educational from this. You're Absolutely. just trying to, like, it's just narcissistic. So I show this to Gio, and Gio's like, oh, my God. It was inevitable that there would be a dog version of this. Of course. And Gio said, you know what I should do? This is patent pending, so no one touch this. Oh, no. We've already established everything on here is the intellectual property of the people that are on the episode. Gio said, I should make a museum where you can bring your baby. Brilliant. And, like, you know, like, how people, like, lay their, lay their baby down? They look like they're in, like, a... Lay them on a, flowers. Lay them on but the vegetables. But fla- the flowers are made out of fabric right, or something. Right, right, right. Gio's like... And you get really good lighting. Yeah. And you stick your baby in what looks like a grass field, but it's, like, made out of blankets. Right. You put your baby in these, like, imaginary landscapes. Right. Gio's like, you know how many people would bring their fucking babies what to I, the baby Instagram music? What I, what I also like about... Because the dogs, they would, you know... I, I don't I don't know how the dog layout is. Only I don't know how more, any of these one layouts more birthday is. cookie. But what, cookie. I, what I also like about Gio's idea, again, intellectual property of the Dolcrans and Gio and Diana... 
um, is that it sounds like a buffet, basically. Like you could literally line these stages up, right? Right, and you could just move your baby from one stage to the next and take pictures of them. So you don't need much. You you really need sort of like a hole in the wall in New York, right? right. In order to set this thing right. up, like a former pizzeria would basically suffice right. for you to get like ten of these stages in a right. row. And, and there'll then be a good. line out the door, and they'll be oh my god, oh Major my god, forty dollars a person. $38 is the standard. I say just to be obnoxious, I say let's make it cash only, too. Straight cash. Yeah. You pop in, pop out, no, no taxes. No, you got to buy your tickets online because they're time stamped. Oh, okay, they're time. Oh, fuck, that's good, too. Yeah. They're all time stamped. I didn't even realize and you only that. have an hour. Oh, I didn't know. Like, so when I oh. went to the Museum of Ice Cream with Amanda, before, right. like, I knew it was, before, I, before Instagram museums were invented, because the Museum of Ice Cream, mad props to that girl. You invented the Instagram museum. Brilliant. P.S. You got Because I waited an hour because it was not timestamped back then. Right. And we went in and we had three minutes for the sprinkle pool. Ugh. Which wasn't sprinkles. They were plastic. All right. Because you can't. still. Three minutes is not enough time to enjoy Which is basically the a ball pit, pit of sprinkles. Ball pit, yeah. Disgusting ball pit. And then sprinkles. you throw it and you make right. a boomerang of you throwing it. Of course, that's what we did. But I realized when I left, I'm like, this was not a museum. I didn't learn anything about ice cream. I took pictures on a swing in the shape of an ice cream sandwich, but I learned nothing about... So anyway... I hate this. You officially convinced me not to go now to the no, pizza but museum, now you which see I have them, tickets to, and now I you can't see stand. Them. Now you see... Now you can... But now you'll be able to spot these Instagram well, now I, museum now I'll ads know. a mile away, because you know. So... I'm glad I didn't go because I would have flipped a fucking pizza box if I was there, and you know the the human sized pizza box. Right, you're gonna I'd be so angry. Be like a lazy Susan that's in the something. shape of a pizza that you're oh just around. I, I can already call the shots for the pizza museum. Hate it, hate it. So okay, and Candytopia, and it's a marshmallow pit, which is like plastic foam. Like okay, what? It's all the same shit. Right. Okay. So here's here's what I was here's what I was getting at. Yes. So they're doing a Mickey 90th birthday Instagram museum. Oh, wait. No, no. But before we get to the Mickey 90th, before we get to the Mickey 90th, uh, the other good thing about the baby museum that mm. Diana, Gio, and the Doll Crayons are putting together yes. is that because of the time stamping and because everything that you do with babies Discount is on sensitive. Nap time. Discount at nap time. Well, perfect. Exactly. Because everything you do with babies is sensitive around their schedules, right? We can do things like discount at nap time, but also we make double bucks because if your baby is nine like, to ten thirty is the most expensive. If your baby, time of the if your baby takes a dump, you know, in the middle of the the vegetable garden, the you know, diapers and you, have to be on. I mean, you gotta you you know, and you gotta do a change. I mean, sorry, you lost out on your spot. You gotta buy again later. Come on back. We'll be open all season. Yeah. Like, cha-ching, cha-ching, cha-ching. Listen, I'm telling you. Uh, money, money, money. My, money, money, my money, retirement money, money. plan is the Instagram Baby Museum. I love it. All right, so Mickey's 90th. Go. So Mickey's 90th. Um, Mickey's turning 90 on November 18th. Now, my friend and I, uh, one of my, my one of my very best friends, who whom I met in Orlando, who now lives in New Jersey, we're both, we're both like, you know, Northeast coasters when we met and so we remained friends through the years I said he's like oh I really want to go to this Mickey Instagram museum I hate Instagram museums I said I do too 
But I'll make an exception for the Mickey's 90th Instagram Museum, which, by the way, was $38. I said the only way I will go is we are going on his actual 90th birthday. Flash forward to three years later. I hate Instagram museums, but I'll make an exception for Goofy's Instagram yeah, Museum right. for his 90th birthday. Flash forward to three Please, years they're later. they're all the same age. No, they're not actually. I hate Instagram museums, but I will go. I will go to Donald Duck's Instagram museum. In Japan, they would lose their minds. (laughs) They love that duck butt in Japan. Every single piece of merchandise in Tokyo Disney, it's just just a feathered butt. It's just his legs and butt sticking out of everything. I have a USB charger that goes in the wall. That's just his Donald's butt. And the cord comes out. I would pay you anything for that, and I'm not even Japanese, so I, I, I actually that's hysterical. When I, but when I was in Taiwan, I saw it for cheaper in some like <laughs> in some like tech store. So you bought five of them. <laughs> yes, I did, because I knew people wanted them. They were eighteen dollars a piece, which I know sounds expensive for a USB. No, charge, that's not that bad. But in that's Japan, it was thirty. So I'm like, oh shit, I'm buying five of these right now because it's the same thing. All right. Anyway, so you're going on Mickey's so, actual so I birthday. I said we're only going on Mickey's birthday. Of course, there was tickets still available because just who really knows what day Mickey's actual birthday Once is? Once again, Me. nobody except you even knows he's turning 90 this year. Nobody Nova- has seen the Nike crossover event. No, Vans, nobody has Vans, seen. Vans. And I tried one on. First of all, I'm sure Vans is owned by Nike, so shut the fuck up. Like, it's not the same thing. Doc Martens are owned by Nike at this point, so everything really? is owned by Nike. Yes, Doc Martens is owned by Nike. Oh so if you're out there still thinking you're cool wearing Doc Martens, you're, by you're a part of the system. You're the machine <clears throat> so his birthday is on november 18th which is a sunday which is perfect because he can come in from new jersey we have an 11 o'clock appointment time fabulous and i'll be sure to tell you all about the mickey instagram uh, we Museum. can't wait we'll be posting so then them my, on the patreon then my other friend from disney who now lives in new york just moved to ithaca for the fall and winter yeah and said oh my god i want to go with you but i only want to go with you and he's like i said oh i'm already going he's like I'll buy your ticket yeah, so you can go uh, again because I need to go with you. So I'll be going twice. And, Got it. Um, aside from that, uh, there's not much to report. I've been to Disney twice since I've seen you. I will be going <laughs> Disney World. I will be going again this weekend. If 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 you think she's making any of this D report up, here's the she's thing. not. I follow her on Instagram. People, I can't believe how much you're there. Me, people Okay, I've had friends I haven't talked to in 15 years. Like, do you live in Orlando? I'm like, no. Here's the deal. I, you know, no. Before before you even get there, I, I, there are times where I'm looking at your Instagram feed or your stories or whatever, and I think this fucking bitch, she is becoming such an Insta thotty. She's actually saving Orlando pics from months ago to share them in October. Not all the time. No, then, no, no. And then I'm like, and then I'm like. Oh no, look, it's date stamped. That thing was in October. How did you do if that? I, if I, if it's a throwback, I let people know. Right. That's, That's just for throwback time. Thursday. I understand. Yeah, I, I do understand. those too. I do those sometimes. But I was, But no, here's the thing. People are like, but you're a teacher. How do you afford all these flights? Okay, there's a few things. One, <clears> I have several friends that work in the airline industry. However. Also fly in storage. 20, 2017 Spirit Airlines upped their ante they used to not do direct to orlando from newark now they do when i tell you that every single flight you've seen me on since september 
I paid $60 or less each way. I spent $50 going to Orlando once. Okay. I can't even go to Boston on a bus that cheap. Right. So when people are like, how do you afford it? I'm like, uh, can you, are you going to spend $100 this weekend? And they're like, yeah. I'm like, yeah, me too. But I'm doing it in Florida. So right. It's the sixth borough. So here's the other thing that you're not telling people that I'd like to get to. Because it's an important factor in, in your ability to travel this much to Disney. Um, you travel a lot, correct? Yeah, yeah I travel a lot. And when, when you're an experienced traveler, um, you you get, you know, you like any muscle, you, you get better at traveling. Oh, 100%. Especially... Especially I'm as a far, different traveler than I was five years ago. Especially as far as packing is concerned. So oh, I'm gonna, yeah. I'm going to tell you the briefest story to get to this. But my wife and I were on a trip to Europe last year, visiting her family in Belgium and then doing some Spain and Portugal. And when we stayed in Spain, uh, in Granada, our host, our Airbnb host, greatest guy ever. Uh, I will be sure to like post his account on the description. I'm of already. The there. I'm actually planning to go to greatest Spain fucking break. guy ever. He was like, "Oh my god, you guys have so much stuff." I mean, we were traveling for three weeks, so we had a ton of stuff. But he was like, "You have so much stuff." I went to New York last year, and I I just took a backpack with me. Like like you know, I'm my goal is to try and get things down to as little as possible. Yes, you know, I want to get things. And he's talking, and so then he tells us this. He relates this great story to us about how, you know, even on his New York trip, he felt overpacked because there was somebody else on his trip, you know, some Japanese man, I believe, who only wore basically the clothes on his back. Yeah. And every morning he would just sort of like wash out his shirt, like air dry it on the roof or on the like fire escape yeah. or something, every and then night, be good yeah. to fucking go. Yeah. And like that was it. So, again, I say all of this to say, please explain to people how you fly on Spirit Air, which has notoriously terrible carry-on uh, charges and terrible... You can only bring one bag that fits under the seat. You can only bring one bag that, that fits, fits under, under the, one. the seat. It can't one. be two bags that That's fit it. under the seat. Nope. One. So tell you us how you bring, do it. You can bring... You can pay... But it'll cost you can as pay. much as your ticket. Right. No, it'll it'll double your ticket immediately, I, if not more. I wear okay. No, but come on, you're hiding it. You've got you've got the vacuum seal. Oh yes, I do. So I use Vac Seal travel Vac Seal bags. It's fucking unbelievable. But also, um, I don't really wear a lot of dresses on vacation. I like let's say I go on a summer vacation. Yeah. Uh, for a month, I will pack one dress, maybe two, because I get more usage out of tops. Right. So, like, I went to Europe for a month. I think I brought a pair of jeans, shorts, two skirts. I didn't even bring pants because I thought it was gonna be hot. A pair of jean, a pair of jean shorts, two skirts, which you can do wear as dress up or dress down because they're a skirt. Yeah. Because they have shorts and a skirt, and one like flowy skirt that was in gray neutral. Those are the four bottoms I brought. And I'm a very cisgendered female. Like, I wear makeup. I, like, you know, I want to look, like, girly. <laughs> like, I'm not going to, like, make up some shit like, yeah, feminism. Like, I don't shave my pits. Like, no. Like, I'm a total feminist, but I want to look beautiful. I want right. to feel beautiful. Right. I did that with four, I, four bottoms. And then I brought, like, 15 tops for 30 days. Yeah. And two dresses. But I knew I was going to buy stuff because right. I'm in Europe. Right. So, of course, I bought a couple of tops. You're not even... And I brought a sweatshirt 
and a scarf. You're not even getting there. And you're, three pairs of shoes. That's you're, it. You're not even giving them what I want you to give them. The I'm, vaccine? I'm, I'm giving up the ghost, Diana. You and I, as as fans of the show know, you and I, 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 I've only gone to Disney with you. And I only went because we ran two races yeah. that weekend. This woman took one backpack <laughs> to run two races and also walk through about nine parks <laughs> in one Four. weekend. Whatever. Felt like fucking nine. And, and in one backpack, I swear, I went to a race last weekend and I still had a rolly bag. Just for the one race. Rolly bag is only I for couldn't two weeks or more. Believe how you got it all. Two races. Two races. I don't know. I just vac seal it. Incredible. All. So anyway, I also do like if you're if you're not if you're not getting your weekend vacations days, in, it's on you, kids. That's what we're saying. I, but I apparently also, I I do I do wash a lot of things, and when I went to China. We didn't have access to washer dryers all the time, so I br- I bring those pods, but not the Tide ones because those look like candy and they have a lot of toxins in them. I get the Trader Joe's Tide pods. Are you worried that you were gonna eat a Tide pod no, if but you I, brought I, it? I get I get like a like a um you know like a, a yeah, yeah yeah Tupperware a detergent yeah a Tupperware. I put about oh, okay. six six or seven of those in there for uh-huh. the month trip. Uh huh. And in the bathtub in China, in my hotel, in my hostel or hotel. Uh-huh. I throw me and Gio's clothes in. Right. I put in the little Tide Pod thing. Right. And I step on the clothes, wash yeah. them in the tub, yeah. drain it, rinse it, and hang them up in the bathroom. There you go. Like this I fucking tips for living. Who I thought? Mean, who thought you get these fucking the, life hacks? My life hacks. My traveling son? is work. But here's the thing. Me and my husband have an agreement. We do not spend more than forty a piece on accommodations a night anywhere we go. <laughs> Eighty dollars is the max. Are and you the, are you accounting for inflation at all? Not not recently. Or any kind we, of translation. I stayed in the nicest hostel in Taiwan. It's called Star Hostel. <laughs> if you were ever in Taiwan, Taipei, Taiwan, yeah. stay at Star Hostel. Okay. Free breakfast. I think it was like fifty dollars a night for the two of us. Private room, shared bathroom, very clean. It was Awesome. Look, if you're getting we a We talk to all these nice Australian people. If you're getting a private room movie every night. If you're getting a great. private room and free breakfast, that's I I don't think you qualify as a and hostel anymore. You're like, a holiday inn at that point. It was like a sunroof. It was gorgeous. That's not a hostel anymore. That's right. a holiday we inn. We went but, way over the snack. So before. that was the snack and that was the fat D with D. Was so, it give me the D? Yeah, that was oh, give the me the fat D. Well, that was the fat D. I don't know. We're that we're making it up one. as we go. Yeah. Um so this next uh, discussion, though, comes to us from Dazzling Diana. You you posed this discussion long ago. Yeah, I, I, I think last school year. Last school year. It was practically before you were a regular guest host. Sure, sure. Um, and and we're we're trying to earn your bones, frankly, as <laughs> as a guest host. Sure. This was about uh, things. Basically, you said dumbass shit we said to kids. Yes. These are the dumb rhymes. It's mostly like and the phrases, dumb phrases, common phrases that we say to kids as teachers. So this is again a little inside baseball for y'all. Um, what we say and and sort of why we say it or like where we even think it comes from. So you want to take it from there? 
Uh, why don't we just go through the list? You have the list in front of you. I have a few lists. You I have a few written down. React. So, so uh, you wrote to me, um, this being the first one, Easy Peasy Lemon Squeezy. Um, capital H, capital A, capital T, capital E. I hate this phrase. I hate when kids say this phrase because they learned it from someone else. I was going to say, There's I don't ex- I don't use this phrase. No, so. I hate it. I hate it. There's an extension, easy peasy, lemon squeezy, something cheesy, they say now. Mm. They've added. It sounds horrible. It. I hate easy peasy, lemon squeezy. I don't know it. Because here's the other thing, too. Yes, go. I don't. Kids. Sh- <laughs> Maybe this is me being a tough ass teacher. I don't want kids to assume anything's easy. No. I want you to have grit and I want you to work hard. Well, this this to me is like when kids say, I'm done. And I'm just like, immediately, even if you say you're done, I fucking know you're not done. Yeah. So just stop check, saying you're check done. Your work. Like you're not. See if you can add any details. Like yeah. there there are like maybe there's maybe been in my ten oh. years of teaching like one kid that I would trust to say I'm done and I don't have to check their work. Ugh. They're actually done. Easy Everybody else is not. Me anxiety. We need to move on. Well, before we move on, though, because I, I don't know where it comes from, but I do want to say that for a lot of these phrases, or at least a few, there's sort of like dark racist pasts to these things. Sure, like Indian style, well, which we don't wait, call anymore. Wait, we're not even there yet, but uh. let's get there. But like easy peasy lemon squeezy to me comes from easy peasy Japanesey. Oh, Which is something people used to that. say. Yeah, easy peasy, Japanesey. Yeah. Right. And I don't know why I that was a thing. Think about that. Why? But it really was. Yeah, and you'd pull your eyes back. Yeah. So so fucked up. Which is so fucked up. So it's kind of like I don't want to propagate that thing. And also, like we're saying, there's nothing easy about this. So like, stop being a little cunt. Like I just like just stop. Um, Even though a Chinese teacher I do work with but, mentioned she thinks it's funny when Chinese kids, Asian kids, pull their eyes back. <laughs> that's, wait, that's so deep. There's like eight levels to that. So much meta. So that's meta. so like, meta. She's like, isn't it? She's like, isn't it funny when Asian kids pull their eyes back to look Asian? But that's they're already Asian. wild as Someone's, Some Chinese teacher said that to me like two months ago. I was like. I need to step out of the room. This I, is too much. I mean, for real. If I say something, I'm, I feel like it's going to be like a hate crime squared. So I'm, I am I have to move I on. I already made... Yeah, I, I have already to move said on. it. No, yeah. it's perfect. I have to move on to the next one, which which will get where you were just going, Diana. Uh, this next one is crisscross applesauce. Okay. Now... I, I just say so crisscross. Oh, I don't. I've gone, I've gone to the dark side. I used to just be a crisscross person, but now... I can't say crisscross. I'm applesauce. going with the what crisscross the app- applesauce. No. I don't know. I don't I know. I say crisscross. That's it. I can't do the applesauce part. All right. Well, here's my thing. So here's my thing. Why I'll, are you I'll, saying applesauce? I'll tell you why I'm saying applesauce. Are you trying to teach them how to rhyme? No, it's not even because I'm trying to teach them how to rhyme. Honestly, so many of them came in with it because now that's the other issue. Because so now, many kids come in with this stuff. Because now in New York City, and this might just be an us problem. Now in New York City, so many kids are coming from pre-Ks. Like UPKs. Like stuff. UPK, like universal pre-K. Where they definitely use Where all they're this all language. doing all this stuff. So they come in with these generic things like crisscross right. applesauce. Like basic white bitch phrases right. of preschool. So because they were taught by basic so, white so, bitches. So on day one, when I said sit crisscross 
And like the next thing I was gonna say was like, and sit up straight or like engage your core, core. or something. They they all just went like applesauce, and I was like, oh fuck, I guess I've got to say that because like that's what's triggering you, right? Like, and I want you triggered right now. Engage like, I want you engaged. Engage your core came from an excellent, excellent, excellent PE movement teacher that Gabriel and I worked with who really did think about like kids' bodies and like exercise and like really took fitness seriously um, and didn't make it all fun and games. And she would say, engage your core. Yeah, it's smart. Which was great. And it's I smart. actually learned it from her and I still use it. Yeah. And like, Sometimes I say it to a new class that I've been thinking about, like teaching it, like, oh yeah, let me teach you what that means. Right. Cause sit up straight is like is sort of like a finger shaking sit up straight. Right. Like 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 charm school. I also But engage your core. I also as as a rule, I always sort of hate the straight word because it comes up a lot in preschool stuff, like, um, um, like put your backs against the wall against the wall and then it, and then it rhymes with stand up straight and tall and I just think like stand up straight and tall like oh, put why are we like wall back. see yeah. all this shit I hear now is in Spanish or Chinese right. todo el mundo en la pared en la pared everyone in the world can touch the wall and I think and I sometimes I think like well what if you're not straight and I don't even mean in a sexual orientation because these kids are four I literally mean like like what if you're crooked? Uh, like yeah, like yeah, yeah, like yeah. what if like you don't like standing up straight is difficult for you or something or like you're kind of wiggly. Like right, I don't right, I right, actually right. don't want to put that on you. Yeah, yeah So yeah. like sit up straight. <laughs> that was like when sit Ken- up straight is just like so Nazi sound. That was like when Ken was like, if you identify as a boy, <laughs> run to this wall. If you identify as a girl, run that's, to that wall. That's the Uber PC pre K level. Doing that, I was really glad he did that. Yeah, no, it's cool. You know what um, I mean, like. But so 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 Chris. So that's why I say crisscross applesauce, mostly because the kids are coming in with it. But as you pointed out, crisscross applesauce also has a dark history because it used to be called sitting Indian style. Oh yeah, which I definitely got my whole childhood. And I swear to God, Diana, if there aren't counties in Texas that still say sit Indian style, sit Indian style. like I will. Take a bullet. Like, I I know there are classrooms that are still There's saying, like, sit Indian style and then even, like, going, like, wampum wampum or something. Like, taking it, like, Some next level. Some 75-year-old teacher somewhere <laughs> in the Midwest. And I honestly, when I think about this, I don't even know what Indian they're referring to. Like, I want to just say they're being racist to Native Americans, <laughs> but, like, really... You could be saying sit Indian style and it could be like a meditative like Hindi thing. Like, fuck that bitch. (laughs) So, all right. Sit Indian style. Crisscross applesauce. Easy peasy Um, lemon squeezy. So, after that, we have a... So, the the rhymes fade away a little bit, but we've got don't yuck my yum. Which is like alliteration kind of. Which is alliteration. Don't yuck my yum. There's lots of rhymes in it. Like don't yuck my yum. I use don't yuck my yum. Yeah, you gotta teach don't yuck my yum. You do. You got you. You have to because like kids are really like food is. Ah, food, food is, is life. Food is tough with kids. Food is life to them. Taste buds are different at five. Like some kids eat everything. Here, there's two. There's two camps. There's the kid that eats everything, 
And there's the, oh, wait, no, there's three camps. The kid that eats everything, the kid that only eats carbs, and the kid that eats nothing. Right. Correct? So it's like, Agreed. as soon as you tell, like you, like, you can take a kid that eats vegetables and balanced meals, and I love those kids, and they always have the most energy, by the way. You take those kids, and a kid says, ew, that's gross. You literally can change that child's mind through that peer pressure. Right. So it's really, really important to teach don't yuck your yum. But now I'm hearing adults that are not teachers right. say don't yuck my yum. Well, I'm so like, has <clears throat> this been around a long time, but I have only heard it five years ago? No. This is this is still, I mean, to me, don't yuck my yum is still like, it's sort of a, I, I almost equate it with a Charlie and, who is it, Charlie and Rose? Uh, who are the British? Charlie Rose? Char, no, not Charlie Rose. Not the interviewer. <laughs> Charlie and the the British kids, the the, the animated series. Oh, I have no? no idea. Oh fuck. Oh Charlie, Charlie, uh, Charlie, Charlie. Not Charlie bit my finger, which is why it sounds like I'm it's doing. It's like a book series. Yes, it's a book series. Like and there's an animated thing, show. Oh, yeah. I didn't know there was a show. Oh, there's a show. There's one about like recycling. There's one about oh yeah, they eat the peas. And they do like the peas. Moon, yes, moon yes, they make up the moonbeams. Right, they make up that, that. I have that book. I didn't that, know there was a show. Charlie yeah. and his little sister. Charlie and Kate or something. Yeah. Anyway. I don't know the little sister's name. So anyway, I, I I equate it with that or with books like Yoko, which we've talked about before, yeah. which are all about not yucking yums. And really, like you're saying, and, food is and it's about culture too. Exactly, food is everything to these to these. Four and five and six and seven and really, yeah, like, I mean, this can go up to ten. But like, like I have is, a bunch of Chinese kids that love to eat shrimp, but like, right. there's a lot of white kids that won't eat shrimp. Right, food is you know everything what I mean? to like, them. It's just a thing. Food is everything to them, and and therefore it's also the entry point to all empathy. Right, because it really as is. soon as you shut down food, as soon as you're like, no, I will not eat that. Right, you're like, oh. That's gonna be a problem, yeah. Because now you're or, shutting down. Or like to making fun, like, oh, you're gonna eat bugs? Like, yeah, some people do eat bugs, actually. Right, right. And once you cover bugs with like any flavor, you don't taste the bug. Right, but it's it's even it's just. And I teach kids that, like, I had I had cheddar, cheddar covered crickets in Thailand. I would tell that story like I didn't want to eat it because it was a it was a bug. Right. But I ate it and it tasted like normal food. Right. But even and for, they need to know that. Even though. for most of them, it's just about the way things look too. Like if you fed, like if you if you offered them two options, if you put two options in front right. of them, one was a taco, yeah, and the other was a taco salad. Right. Half of them would say, "I don't want to eat the taco salad because of the way it looks," yeah, or because you said salad, yeah. And the point at the end of the day is that they both have the same ingredients. They just look different. And yeah. that that is also at the heart of like, it's like frankly, let's green. say it, all racism. It's like, I'm sorry, we're just people at the end of yeah, the day. Yeah, right. There's and just it's like, a different it's like tiny look. Green so you're just in your like pasta. fucking it up. Right. You're not gonna taste it. You're not tasting it. Like but like, but it's green. Right. Yeah. It's and it's a dangerous happened, thing. That's why we have to get to at it kids early. That they don't want to eat it in the first place. Trauma, <laughs> difficult like, life trauma in the womb or... about food. I don't, know. I don't know. No, I don't know. We don't even know how they decide to prejudge. That's what it is. Picky it's eaters, like how do they get, yeah. food? So, all right. So, don't yuck my yum is an absolute winner. 
You gotta That's not only say it all the time, you gotta fucking because teach it. Because there's context and it makes sense. Easy right. peasy lemon squeezy doesn't teach anything. And crisscross applesauce just makes a kid sit still, but not really. Alright. I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you another one that, that I use a lot now. Okay. It's it's come to me and I, I like it. It's not even a rhyme. There's not even alliteration. But it's it's one that's definitely out there a lot. Give me your eyes. I don't say that one. Give me your eyes. I don't say that one because of who wants to teach me that, who taught that to me, and that's why. I see. So give me your eyes to me, it's it's the other way of saying, like, look at me, which is supposed to be... If I want kids' attention, there's other things I do. There's definitely other there's things. There's bells, there's xylophones, and yes. there's... Zoop! Oh, you do the zoop. Yeah, I oh, invented the zoop. If oh, you I'm do off. the zoop from our, the, our previous school, I invented that. Well, I'm off, I'm off the zoop. I basically zoop. take my hand, go zoop, and like close like close the sound. I'm off the I'm zoop. I'm also really loud. So no, like, yeah, yeah, me too. And I command attention. So. I'm off the zoop, but at this point, I've got most I don't classes. I do the zoop as much anymore. I get most classes to shut the fuck up if I literally just do this. Oh! If I literally right, say right, oh, right. Yeah, yeah. they shut the fuck up and oh they're god, like, I do that oh my god, Gabriel's you. gonna say something and it's gonna change our lives. Right. And they just shut up. Or and I listen. go, oh my god, oh my god, you guys, oh my god. <laughs> I do that too. I'm like, oh, oh, listen, listen, listen. Oh my god, oh my god, listen. And they're like, what? I'm like, guess what happened? And if you do that, I'm right. like, what? I'm right. Like, Instead of going to PE today, <laughs> and then you change everything. <laughs> Sasha's gonna take us for art. <gasps> Isn't that so crazy? Wacky Wednesday, oh and they're like, God. "Yay!" So you just have to be dramatic. It is a lot. As, like as being much dramatic, as like, "Oh my God! Oh my God! Oh my God!" You guys, and they're like, "What?" And and you have everyone's attention immediately. As, as much as I never, ever, ever, ever. Ever, 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 ever wanted to admit that my job is a lot like Robin Williams' character in Mrs. Doubtfire. Oh, 100% I am her. My job is a lot like Mrs. Doubtfire Wait, in Robin you, Williams' character. Have you ever seen Robin Williams' tweet, rest in peace, um, when he said who wore it better? No. And it was him as Mrs. Doubtfire in a floral uh-huh. dress next to Kim Kardashian pregnant in a floral dress? No. And he said, who wore it better? That's hysterical. It's hilarious. That's very funny. Very but, funny. But Robin Williams in that, you know, in, in the movie is not only dramatic as Mrs. Doubtfire, but then eventually turns his drama into his own kids TV show. Right, Where right. he's just like where super dramatic and children. excited and connects with his children. In right. real life, because they watch him after school. And now, and now yeah. it's funny because... I actually just watched that movie on a plane three months ago. That's and awesome. man... Men's, the cut of men's pants in the '90s was so bad. So different. It's so unflattering. It's so amazing how long we've come. How far we've come. How far we've come. The pleats. pleats. The bagginess of them too. Yes. Pants were so much looser in the '90s. Oh my God, men's pants in the '90s look like pajama pants today. I mean, they are dragging on the floor behind their shoes. It's outrageous. But I'm I'm glad you watched Mrs. Doubtfire on a plane recently I did, because I did. Because, well, I'm on a plane a lot. So. Because we're we're actually uh, and I'm glad this is coming up. We're going to have to do a review of 
Jim Carrey's new show called Kidding. Oh, I saw. Which, I saw. Uh, it was on the side of a bus. Yes, I saw it. There's a lot he of bus like ads long, in New he has York. He like long hair now. Yeah. And this show, from the trailers, from my reading of descriptions, is essentially, uh, essentially, what the fuck did I just say? Is essentially, um, what what uh, Robin Williams came to make at the end of Mrs. Doubtfire. It's essentially, he's Jim Carrey is playing a a sort of Robin Williams slash. Mr. Rogers style character and then surely there's some like what happens when the cameras are off him right kind of right, thing. right so we're definitely going to be putting a review in for kidding that's kidding coming from either I don't even Showtime I, I mean, or HBO I, I, I don't fucking know what it. it is you could do that with well, Willie on the car phone or something alright we'll do it with Willie on the car phone but unless you really want me to watch it I'll, uh, I'll make an effort just give me just keep giving me the fat straight D Diana and yeah. we'll be good because I am um, going to Disneyland Paris again next month. <laughs> but so it's back, better. It's Veterans Day weekend. I have a three day holiday, and the, it was three hundred dollars round trip. Back to, to Paris, so unbelievable. I'm going. Back to our 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 phrases. Yeah, stupid go to phrases. The phrases. So now we're into the I want to get your attention style of things. Yeah, sure, sure. And I've got since we've already segued into that. And I've got a few for you, real quick, that I'm sure you'll will run through. So there's one, two, three eyes on me. Mm, I don't do it anymore. I don't like it either. So one, one two, two eyes on you. You would never do. Yes, I don't so like to do so things it's a call that are and not response. in the real world. Right. So that one's a call and response call where and response where the teachers the say one two three eyes on me, and then the kids say one, one two, two eyes, on, eyes you. on you. Here's what I don't like about it. Not only is it unnatural, I don't get why for one it's one two three, and then for the other it's not reciprocal. It's just one two because one, that. One two three eyes on me. One two three eyes on you. No one two eyes on you. It's Maybe just because syllables? two rhymes. It's just because oh, two yeah, rhymes yeah. with you yeah, yeah. and three rhymes with me. But that's stupid. I don't know who came up with that, but that whole well, thing is I stupid. I just found out that we have a bunch of kindergartners this year that don't know how to rhyme, and I'm like, Oh yeah, like, rhyming's yeah. You gotta get what rhyming. The, what happened in their preschool? I know. You gotta get rhyming though, because if you're not getting rhyming, your your whole so reading is gonna like, be fucked. She had um, a picture of a pill and a picture of a grill. This is the, my, my English girl teacher today. <laughs> the one that's getting married this weekend that you know. Pill She's and like, grill. This is a grill. And the kid goes, gorilla. Like, they know. No, that's this. We're talking Because that's a blend. Of, we're talking too about much going the on ending the sound. The ending sound. But there's too much going on in the word grill because grill is a blend at the beginning. All right. You know what? I'll give you. I'll give it to you. Give me that. It doesn't matter. It, they couldn't do any of them. Any of them. They tried anything. to figure out That's another. Fair. Like she wrote pop, and they said like, like, Papa. No, no, we're not, <laughs> we're not doing keywords. No, pop. Um, like, all right, I've got another pop. Like they couldn't do that either. I've got another attention getter. Go ahead. Stop. Look and listen. Stop. Look and listen. Okay. Now there's no. now there's a tag on to stop looking listen okay and that is this. Ba ba da da ba. Bum bum. Where does this tune come from? I don't know, fucking baseball game. What I have is no idea. is that? No, it sounds you're right. It sounds just like a baseball game. Is that what it Charge. Is that what it comes from? Have you been to a Yankee game? been a while since because, been someone. Because stop, look, and listen okay 
is the same tune as da 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 da, da. and these things are universal. universal. I mean, everybody says these things. They're totally toxic. I don't do them. See, I do all of them. At this point, I do all of them. I'd rather for, I'd rather use a bell or a xylophone, which I do, which is way I do more too. effective. I do that too. I do everything. I literally throw oh, the everything at timer. the wall. The time timer. You have a well, time timer? Is that a sand timer? No, I have a sand timer, but I have the time timer. What's that? So it looks like a clock. Oh, I know this But it one. goes five. Yeah. It goes, instead of five, ten, it goes all the way to 60. Yeah. And so you like pull the dial But down. it's got a red thing. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know the so time So I timer. never used one of those till this yeah. school, and now oh, yeah, I can't I like live that. without it. I don't so have So now the it. kids know... Let me tell you, I am now addicted. Okay, there's 15 minutes left right. until we have to finish this activity. Right. But I use it for myself because, like, now, like, my morning meetings, I have to coordinate with another English-speaking teacher. Yeah. And we do English together, her kids and my kids combined, so we have to meet at 9.15. Right. So my morning meeting has to be done by 9.15. So, like, I put the time timer on myself. Right. I'm like okay. That I makes to, sense. That's I have very ten smart. minutes to finish my morning. That's meeting. very smart. Yeah. I I I I started. I love the time timer. I want to get a time timer for my husband. <coughs> I started the year putting on um, timers on the smart board. Uh, just Ooh, to, that's a good. I don't have a which smart is a good board. One. So, but I which, can still put a timer on. Which is a good one, phone. and there's a lot of good like online classroom timers. Um, but every class is different. And what I noticed about this particular class is that the timers, instead of giving them a sense what of how long... What grade are you teaching this year? Kindergarten. Uh-huh. Instead of giving them a sense of how long they had left, they just started immediately panicking and getting anxious about how fast time was, like, escaping their lives. And I, it was so existential. I mean, they were literally just, like... And they like, stare at the staring, same timers? They were staring at the smart board, like, tearing their hair out, like... Oh my God, look how fast the seconds are going. Yeah. Now there's one minute and 21 seconds. Right. Like, they're like, oh my they're God. Like, they're like, you guys, you guys, there's only two, 30 seconds left. And I'm like, but you didn't finish your work. Why are you literally, worried about the time? Literally, as soon as I put the timer on, That's... they would stop working and stare at the smartboard. I know. So I had to stop doing it after a week. I, know. I was just like, oh my but God. That's why I like the time timer. Because you put it on in the beginning. Yes. And it's quiet, and it's not. It's it not doesn't intrusive. make noise. It doesn't make noise until, until it goes off. Right. Oh, but <laughs> that would, that would like, also drive my class It's over. Crazy. I'm like, well, the time timer's been on for 45 minutes. You could have watched <laughs> that fucking red circle get smaller and smaller. That would also drive some. Instead, of mine you crazy. decided to pick your nose, and like ask me to go to the bathroom six times. <laughs> like, I'm gonna eat this Mickey 90th birthday Oreo while we have this conversation. Oh what are you God. eating? Oh, did you ever try to sneak a snack in front of kids? Never. No, because I know, I know, I know how that ends. What are you eating? No. Is it chocolate? No. no. Yeah, and you can't have no. any. No. I listen. I drink my umpteen cups of coffee no, no. in front of them. In my I, in my very child safe and, mug that they can't open or burn themselves with. And I and I never put anything else in my mouth. Uh, because I know it will lead to utter disaster. In uh-huh. fact, in fact, another another teacher came into my room the other day to give me a donut from somebody else's celebration. 
the class went ballistic. You I didn't can't even do that. eat it in front of them. No. I like I put it in a closet immediately. If you accept they, snacks that they, they can't still, have in front of kids, they will lose. Is that a that's not a cupcake? I like, literally they can't, lost. You can't do that. I literally lost an hour out of my day. You These do. Are not yes. Made up stories. Yes. No, this is real. This is what teaching this is, is. This is what it is. This is why we get like. We need hazard pay. This is why we need, uh-huh. you know, summer breaks. This is why we need the best. You know how you can have an office of party and get. have, or you can have an office thing and you can eat a cupcake in peace? No. You, you said, you said on a previous podcast, uh, you said on a previous episode when you were here that, uh, you know, we get, basically we get our vacations because... We can't check our cell phones during the day. I and I thought it was brilliant. Yeah. Right. That 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 Sally in HR. Sometimes Sally I don't even. Sally in HR can look at her Facebook on her computer. Can she can leave it open. Phone. She can leave it open. She can leave her G chat open. She can do whatever. She can leave her Facebook open all day. There are times where I don't take a breath between nine thirty. I didn't pedal. I didn't pedal three thirty today. <laughs> if you think I'm not kidding. I realized when I pulled down my pants in the toilet at 3.30 that that was my first time going to the bathroom. Right. And this is this is not meant as a complaint, simply as an observation that Ryan, you can go all day holding pee and breath I didn't even in. realize I was holding it. <laughs> I, and then you got to fight for one adult bathroom. Oh, God, the fight for the bathroom. Yeah, it's... and, and everyone, every adult goes to the bathroom at the same time. Yes. And there's like literally a line at the adult bathroom, and because there's only one of them, you and, know that. And every every staff meeting I've ever been to has Ugh. at least one discussion about the bathroom, even if the discussion is like, "Hey, the bathrooms were actually pretty okay this week." That's still a discussion about the bathroom. <laughs> it's true. It's true. It's like, but too like, too many times adults are having to talk about this. Um, professional but it, adults. But again, but again, um. Yeah, just like what we deserve. Like, yeah, I even even during my lunch break, my lunch break is when the kids have lunch, which isn't always the case because my co-teacher does lunch with the kids while I have my break. They're coming back after lunch. So something needs to be ready for them. Yeah, that's when they get back. What do you call that in the business, Diana? A prep? That's called a prep. If you have a break, or if you have It's a not time, my prep, it's, it's my not, lunch, but yeah, it, it's my prep. Yeah, but it's your prep. If I need at least 15 time, minutes out of my half hour lunch to get ready for the next activity when they correct, come in. Correct. If you have any time in the day, any time at all in the day, you're getting that ready. Is, that is immediately followed by kids an coming to your room. Then that's called a prep. Right. <laughs> There's yes. no break. Yeah. Sorry. It's not like I have my lunch and then, oh, I'm done with lunch. Let me get ready. No, they're there. And like, they're like, Diana, we missed you. I'm like, I didn't miss you. No, I mean, I do hug them and I do always, I'm happy to see them. But it's like, but that shit needs to be ready. Like if we're doing some kind of lesson on the board, you know, I have a projector. That shit's got to be loaded. Yeah. Like that's got to be up on the board, ready to go. Like they have to be excited about it. You know, they have to, you know, like if pencils need to be sharpened because kids, kindergartners can't sharpen their own pencils because they'll be at the pencil sharpener for 10 minutes. Yeah. 
Like these are things that have to be considered. Yeah. When I paper sit down- photocopies need to be made. Books books need to be pulled. Like things need to be ready. Like when when I when I sit down in the movie theater for yeah. an eight o'clock movie. Sure. And I'm an adult. When I sit down in the movie theater for an eight o'clock movie, I know the movie's not gonna start at eight o'clock. I know it's gonna start at eight ten. And there's gonna be some commercials playing beforehand. Right. And whatever. And then and then it doesn't start at eight ten. Even the trailers don't start at eight ten. Right, of course. And I'm 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 a little bit concerned now, and I'm thinking like, when is the movie gonna start? But I'm not like throwing a tantrum or getting upset, like because I understand temporal concepts. Right. I understand how time works. Works. And then the movie starts. Yeah. Now consider that's a lesson. Yeah. And consider that kids have come into your classroom at twelve o'clock. Ready for math to start. Right, or whatever. But math for isn't up. For me, it's a unit of inquiry. But sure, yeah. but math isn't up. Because you're still getting it ready. You can't... You they can't. don't know how to wait for that. No, no. They also don't also, know also, the phrase, wait five minutes, it'll be ready. They don't know what five minutes Because are. they'll just be jumping around the room and also they... Their parents paid $45,000 for that math to be ready. Well, sure. In my case. In your case. So it's like, yeah. They not only can they not physically wait for it, they can't mentally wait for it. They don't know what wait for it means. Right. It it just has to be. And they'll keep on asking you questions there is why no... it's not ready. <laughs> what happened? Why isn't it on the screen? Where is it? Wait, wait, what hey, uh and then like someone's underwear oh, yeah. is hanging is like, look right. at my underwear. Like right. whatever. Like you can't No. There can't, there literally can't be a second of unstructured time if you have a structured activity coming up. Yeah. No. Do we get the whole thing on the list? We got all the list. We got all the list. But I, I do think, uh, I do think we have one more topic to do. Oh, okay. And that is the, the lawnmower parent. Oh, okay. Okay. So, so So, Diana, when I brought up. Okay. Yes. Uh, when I brought up in our pre-pro. The idea of a lawnmower parent. You said, spare me. I don't even want to know more. I don't even want to know what it is. I want to guess. Gabriel, you're telling me that there is such a thing now, a label as a lawnmower parent. I want to guess what it is. There's Tiger Mom. There's Dance Mom. So let's go through the list. I've got I've got on my list. The kinds of moms. It's usually moms, unfortunately. Yeah, but we'll 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 gender we'll gender neutral it. So we've got a uh, helicopter. Yeah, helicopter mom. Free range. Does everyone know what a helicopter mom is? Should we explain these? No, I don't want to explain What's any What's a free of them. range? Free range is like you, your hands off. Oh, okay. Uh, tiger. Yep. Elephant. I don't even know what elephant is. I don't is. know what elephant It's is. on this is that list. a fat woman? I don't know. It's on this list. Elephant mom. And now we have lawnmower parent. Is an elephant mom, are they afraid of peanuts because their kids are allergic to peanuts? Um, there's probably something allergy related to it. Sure, um, why not? Okay, so you know what I'm, my guess, parent. You know what my guess about lawnmower elephant mom. you know what my guess about elephant parent is? My guess about elephant parent elephant is in the room? it's no, my guess my guess is it's it's kind of like the elephants back in like the Looney Tunes where they would see a mouse and then they would get scared. So like they're big and tough <sighs> in some situations. 
but then they're like scared and timid over like the stupidest shit. Okay. Yes. That's my guess. I made that that up. I love, no, I love that one. That's a good description though, right? That's great. So what do you think a lawnmower parent is? I think a lawnmower parent is, I think it could be two things or these things combined. Please give us both. I think it's um, a kid's trying to talk. Are trying to be independent, <laughs> and the parent just mows over them and does everything for them. I see. Or, like, I'm gonna tie my shoe. Let me tie it for you. And they go over them. Okay. Or, or same. A kid tries to talk. Yes. And speak for themselves. Right. But I'm gonna talk for Jimmy. Right. So that's what I think it is. So I'm gonna distinguish for you a little bit because what I heard there was I heard steamroller parent. Or or or. They have to meticulously make sure every blade of grass is no, in place. No, that's not it. It's oh. not lawnmower dad. Um, but I heard two things in your descriptions. I heard steamroller parent, and then I heard, no joke, the literal definition of lawnmower parent. I mean, you nailed it. Oh, I did? Which you one was it? absolutely nailed it. So the steamroller would have been, which is not a thing, I'm making it up right now, but steamrollers we know as people... The steamroller would have been Jimmy. Jimmy. Jimmy tries to talk, and I talk for him. But the lawnmower parent is Sally, is trying to tie her shoe, and mom or dad jumps in. Yes. Because knew that's what it was. This from USA Today. And that's the problem. I think that's the problem with ninety-five percent of the parents in New York City. So so let's get in. So here it is. So the latest label. Uh, lawnmower parenting has made a swift rise in public consciousness thanks to a viral post by a whereteachers.com member, an online community for teachers. I don't know what that is. We're going to look it up later. Yeah. It sounds amazing. Whereteachers.com. But it also sounds Where, like W-H-E-R-E? I don't even want to spell it because they're spelling where wrong. Um... So, lawnmower. Uh, an anonymous member of the organization wrote in the essay that lawnmower parents mow down all the children's challenges, discomforts, and struggles. Yes. The teacher author... kids can't be uncomfortable or sad. The teacher author shared a story of being called to the office. Now, we all know as teachers what being called to the office is like. It's the worst, dude. It's rough. It's the freaking worst. Expecting to retrieve... It's happened to all of us. Expecting to retrieve a a student's forgotten meal money or inhaler. Instead, a sheepish parent in a suit was dropping off an expensive water bottle after repeated texts from a child. Water fountains exist all over the school. The poster's unspoken response, what on the actual earth? Okay. So this teacher was called to the office because a child in their class was texting home or texting the office or whatever, texting dad at the office, mom at the office, to say, I need my water bottle? Okay, fine. I don't even like that description because that's... It doesn't... Yeah. That's not doing it. That's That's not actually getting at the struggle. Right. There isn't actually a struggle there. Again, to me, that struggle... Sounds like this kid's in 10th grade already because they've got a phone and they're texting. Right. But again, that goes back to my struggle of the kindergartner that I described to you earlier who doesn't know how to ask how to have their zipper tied. Uh, because their someone just zip. automatically does it for them. Right. But anyway, so 
The Facebook post has been shared more than 12,000 times by parents and teachers alike because everyone has a lawnmower parent moment to share. Here's a quote from uh, the editorial director at We Are Teachers. Oh, it's not We're Teachers. It's We, we Are, are teachers. teachers. They didn't do any capitalizations the first time they wrote it, so it looked like crazy. Anyway. Quote, I think everybody has been a lawnmower parent at one time, Hudson said. Even teachers, because they're parents too. It's a natural tendency to want to help kids. So I'm going to give you a bullet point list here. I agree with that. So I'm going to give you a bullet point list here. Hudson said lawnmower parents' stories that came from the essay and post. Here are bullets. The parent of a high school student who asked a teacher to walk a student to class to assure that the student would not be late. That's chunkily written, but okay. An emailed story about a parent who requested someone from the cafeteria blow on their child's too hot lunch to cool it down. No. No, that's helicopter. That's not lawn mowing. Like, I don't that's even know. Cra- that's fucking crazy. And that's fucking crazy. That's not a struggle. That's stupid. That's nut job. And then a parent who called to schedule a makeup test when the student was clearly old enough to request a time. That's also not a thing I expect students to do at any age. At no age do I expect students to request a makeup time. That's like First of all, either a makeup time is scheduled or it's not, or you miss the fucking test. Right. So yeah, your parent does need to email me because I'm not giving you the test if you missed it. There is no makeup. There are no makeups in life. Are you fucking kidding? So Diana, my question to you is, <laughs> based on those bullets... Does the lawnmower parent even exist? Is yeah. this really a thing? Yeah. But what is it then? Can you describe, can you give us an example of a lawnmower parent or something something that would be lawnmower but wouldn't be? So here's, the, here's my issue. A child starts putting on their shoes independently at their locker because we do indoor shoes at my school. Love it. Great. While the child is starting to put on the shoes... The parent really wants to go more quickly, so they just put them on for them. Right. That's totally. a lawnmower. That's lawnmower. But here's my thing. I, I think that's exactly right. But here's my and thing. And the child never will ever have an opportunity to learn how to put on their shoes independently because even if they try to start it, their parent does it for them. Here, So here's my thing. And, and you brought this up with the nanny issue. And, and because, the nannies are the biggest offenders. Because that's offender. exactly what the a nanny will do. The nannies are the do. biggest offenders. Because that's yes. exactly what a nanny will do. But so then to me, to me, I think that I think that adding another label, and this, this whole USA Today article actually starts by saying, I'm tired of labels. And then they go on to make up a new label, which right. I think is totally so, useless yeah. and so annoying and hypocritical. But to me... I don't think we need this label because these these things already exist. We already talk about like the nanny state, right? right? That's literally how we describe or how some people describe our government or how they describe any overarching the state, thing. Yes. The nanny state. Especially because in private school in New York it's, City, it's a nanny right. state. It's a nanny state. It's there's something that does everything the for you. Filipino nanny right. mafia. There's the like Caribbean nanny mafia. So that already They're exists. They're not mafias, but we call them that. We call them because, that. right? Like, your kid is nine times more likely to have a play date with another nanny who is the same racial and ethnic background as another nanny. Facts. Facts. Facts, homie. Fact. 
Um, your Filipino nanny will make playdates with other Filipino nannies' kids. Fact. Right. Without you knowing about it because they want to hang out with their friends. There is nothing wrong with that. They just want to be with their people, speak their language. I think that's great. Right. You know. That's, and that's right. That's yeah. that's just the way it is. But but so right. So you you pointed out that the nannies the nannies will do for the child because if they don't do for the child, their job is not to be a teacher. Right. Their job is not to enable or empower or facilitate. Their job is literally to care, care. for the child. And, and and a lot of times what we think of as human beings as care is doing, doing everything for them. Is yes. doing, right? Which which makes total sense. This is no blame totally. to the nannies. You're getting paid None. to do that. Do it. I love the nannies. I we love the nannies. All the time. But, but I also think... I see think, them more than the parents. But I also think that even in your description of the shoes, of a parent putting on the shoes because maybe it needs to move a little faster or whatever, or maybe they we got, we, we can't untie the shoes or whatever. We have to, we have to go to ice hockey after school or karate right. or soccer. I, I, we gotta go. I also don't see a distinction between that and helicoptering. Okay. I don't see a distinction between hovering over your child and watching I think a and, and supporting parent, everything they do. Helicopter parent to me is a child's playing on the playground, but the parent is standing over them waiting for them to fall. I think that's this too. I think they're. You think that's what the I lawnmower is too? Okay. I think they're trying to make it this. Yeah. Because they literally the said. The lawnmower to me seems more like speaking. But they. Okay. But they literally said to 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 So it's the same thing. Yeah. Uh to sorry, let me just get it back up. Um mow down all the child's challenges, discomforts, and struggles. Like that's that's anything. That's that's describing right. any time that the child should have discomfort or upset or whatever. That's tying shoes that's falling down, catching them before they fall down. That's helicopter to me. Yeah, that's like exactly. That's like the quintessential helicopter. Exactly. Yeah. Right. Um, actually, it's funny because there was a there was a car commercial recently, as of a couple of years ago. Um, I don't remember what car company it was for, but the premise of the commercial was great. Um, in that it was so fucking terrible. It was basically a kid trying to give themselves a concussion, trying to give themselves a concussion throughout their life, right? So the first, the opening okay. scene is the kid like running headlong into a brick wall, basically, and a parent catching them immediately. Right. And then the next scene was like them doing something dangerous, skateboarding, and the parent, and the parent catches them They're getting a little older every time. And they're getting a little older every time. And then in the end, they like buy a Volvo. Okay. And the premise is like, oh, because Volvo is there what to catch you. Car. Like, whatever. Right. I don't know that it was Volvo, but it doesn't matter. Point is, it was ass, like... a safe-ass car. Safe-ass car. Point is, it was like, the whole premise of it was like, yeah, like, we should just always be caught before. Like, and it was like... We should always like, drive Volvos. And it, and it was like, all I could think was like, or not. Like, maybe if you busted your head once... Right. You'd learn to be safer. Like, your body is so unaware. Like, you're yeah. so fucked up, kid. Yeah. Like, there's something wrong with you. Right. I don't want you driving a Volvo. You're going to kill other people so you driving know that you know car. You funny? Like, 
I don't want you driving anything. Maybe this is me being like a numb ass bitch, but like when a kid hurts themselves because they were doing something they weren't supposed to do, I'm like, you got hurt. Do you know why? Yeah. And they're like, and they need comfort. I'm like, I'm not giving you an ice pack because I already told you (laughs) you weren't supposed to do that. And maybe that makes me a hardened bitch, but you told them don't jump off the couch. They jump off the couch and they hurt themselves. And you're like, oh my God, my precious baby. No, they just got attention and what they want by jumping off the couch. If you're a cold hearted bitch, when they jump off the couch, guess what? And they don't find comfort. They don't get comfort. They're not going to do it again. Well then, well then, let me ask you this, Diana. Let me ask you this: Do you do you structure your classroom and also your routines safely? Like, yeah. if if the kids follow your routines, they should be safe. Safety is like my number one concern. Exactly, because as teachers, I and I say this to my kids all the time. I am here to keep you safe. I say it to my kids I say all, it the time. all the time. It's the number one thing. I don't care if you learn a fucking thing. I don't say that part. I'm but only. That's I'm, my number. I'm one. I'm upset with you because you made your body <laughs> yeah, unsafe. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Like there is a girl today. She's not in my class, but she's in the class next door, so she's practically mine. She, she really, she's got a lot of issues, but she ran, you're not supposed to run in the hallway. Right. She was running in the hallway so she can be first into another class. Yeah. They were going, they were transitioning to another room. Of course. She was running in the hallway to get in front of another girl who was also running because she wanted to be first. Yeah. To go to their, their next class, which was, um which I think was the jazz hip hop class that they do in the middle of the day. Great. We, and she body checked her yeah. against the wall to get there. And I said, and I stopped them and I said, you're not being safe with your body. And she starts yeah. like, but I wasn't running. I'm like, you were right. And you need to go back to your class and walk. And the funniest part of that but it's story like the, to me. The, but the thing is, was the first thing I mentioned was you're not being safe. No, you're not being safe. Exactly. Yeah. You, you got to put you it on. You body checked another That's kid. You. You did it. The, the the funniest thing to me about that story is I'm listening to that story. I don't know what the class is they're going to. I don't know who that kid is. I don't know that it's their favorite class that they're going to. In fact, I suspect they don't give a fuck about that class. They literally just decided, I want to be the first one there. Yeah. So I'm going to run and be unsafe. Yeah. And then I'm going to get hurt. Guess what? You're and not like, going to be the first one did. now. You got hurt. You go to the nurse, seal and see. I don't have a nurse in my school. <laughs> well, either but, way. But, like, it, I, maybe then, it's old age. Then you're maybe, not seeing Nurse maybe, Diana because she's refusing an ice pack for you right now. She, well, you don't need one anyway. <laughs> like, you know when they don't need one? Wait, wait. Not even an emotional ice pack, Diana? No. <laughs> because you won't do that shit again. But, like, maybe it's experience, old age, whatever. But like nine years ago, I would never, ever discipline another teacher's kid. I don't give a shit whose kid it is now. Yeah. If I see a fifth grader in the hallway and I'm like, right now, you're not being a good role model for my kindergarten students. You acting that way, they're going to want to act that way too. And you're not being a role model. And they're like, oh shit, this kindergarten teacher just fucking called my shit out. Right. But that's what you have to do. You're the adult. Yeah. I give them the fucking and I th- look. And I think adults forget 
that you're the fucking adult. Like, man up, man. All the time. All the time. Be the adult. You're not their friend. And you're never going to be their friend. It doesn't matter. It it doesn't matter. Even if you even if you ever had a chance to be their friend, it doesn't matter. Yeah. It doesn't matter. No. Anyway. You have to just be the adult. I, I literally just give the other kids in the hallway a look. I just give no. them the look. No, oh, I just give them I the look. I will lecture them. No, I give them I, the, they, they stop. They're just I've like, also been I don't know who that... I'm also the new teacher, so yeah, they don't know who the fuck true. I am, See, so, so, so I have so power three years ago, in mystery. Three years ago, I was the new teacher, but my school is growing, so the oldest grade was in first grade. Oh, they all know you. you when I was there, down. right. So now they're in the third grade. Yeah, so they know me. Like The kids in the older, in the old eldest class, they know my name. I actually, they say hi to me. They think I'm cool. They like me. I actually want... I but want, I also give them structure, even though I'm not their teacher. I want kids... I give them feedback, too. I want kids in the third grade to, like, hear your footsteps down the hallways and go, like, oh, shit, Diana's coming. Diana's coming. But I've given we them... All gotta, we all gotta get out. Diana's coming. Like Omar in The Wire. They right. all have, like, a call sign for it. They're like... Right, 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 right. And they all oh, like, or like when they they whistled in like Hunger Games. Exactly. When like the bird was coming or whatever. But no, it. But I also like, for example, like we do an assembly together every fr- every every other Friday. The whole elementary comes together and they all do presentations. So like I'll like on my way back down the stairs with my class, I'll tell my co-teacher, "Hey, walk them down. I just want to give feedback to the third grade real quick." Yeah. Hey guys. It was a really great presentation. That was awesome. <laughs> no, but like they, but like yeah, yeah, as much like as that. I will they tell like them to not like act that. like pieces of shit in the right. boys' bathroom. Oh, they, you got to do it both ways. They also you need to hear, right? Like, hey, that was really cool. I think my kids are going to learn. I think the kindergarten's going to learn a lot from no, that, no, no, guys. That, that, that and makes, they're like that cool. Makes the whole thing meaningful. But yes, and also like if like, hey guys, you know what I noticed that your teacher didn't see because you guys were busy presenting. When you guys are done with your presentation, instead of sliding across the floor on your knees like you're bolt like you're a human bowling ball. Right. Can you just walk and sit down? Right. Because my kids want to do what you're doing and they're little, you know, and they're just right. going to copy you cuz you guys are cool to them. Right. You know, like just like, you know, be like big kids. Just be like not and a then, shit. And then like, you know, the other teachers like Thanks, Diana. Hey, guys, can you tell Diana thanks for the feedback? You're like, thank you. <laughs> and then, like, because we're all first name in my school, and then, like, I walk out. But, like, they respect, you know, they respect, like, hey, guys, that wasn't cool, but can you change it? Because, like, you guys are cool. Show right. my show my five-year-old that you're cool. Oh, my God. They always know when they, they're and they wanna, the right And they want to rise they, to the occasion. Absolutely. And it do. takes two seconds out of my day. Right. And then my kids are better behaved because they're better behaved. Right. So, yeah. All right. Anyway, listen, that's going to do it for us tonight. Yeah, folks. that's going to do it. This has been uh, another epic DC Dull Crayons in the Crayon Box. That was for you, Ellen. Diana. That was for you, Ellen. <laughs> that whole F was for you. Shout outs to MOP. Um,. And uh, listen, please do go to the Patreon at uh, patreon.com slash dullcrans. Subscribe yourself. Make sure you're a supporter. Subscribe yourself on iTunes. Write a review. I just want to... Here's... <laughs> wait, you know how on The Daily Show they do a moment of zen? A moment of zen, I would like yes. to end with a moment of zen. Please. This is a pop-up from HuffPost that Let's I just go. got. Melania Trump's office 
slammed rapper T.I. for his disgusting, mu- disgusting quote-unquote music video that depicts a lookalike of the first lady stripping. And that's the end of the episode. That's, that's our moment of zen. We're going out on that, <laughs> folks. Thank you, Diana, lady of the first lady of the pod. Thank you for being here. Thank you're you for welcome. listening. You're welcome. Bukachi, which is you're welcome in uh, Chinese. And thank you for our moment of zen. Have a good night, folks. Bye. The Dull Grands is a free and independent podcast supported by listeners like you. To show us support and keep us free, stop by our Patreon page at patreon.com slash dullcrans and write into us at dullcrans at gmail.com. Along with our hosts for this episode, we'd like to thank Jesse Katz and Gwen Gallitzer for the theme music and Colin Matthews for the logo.